Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to thepetecalendarshow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Got a message here uh, on the Twitter machine from GJM who says, Pete, we are ready to accept our deserved apology. Signed, 2016 Ted Cruz supporters. (laughs) Look, I, I don't like the current state that the Republican Party is in. Last night on WBT's coverage, uh, election night coverage, I joined uh, the team that was in studio last night and one of the members of the broadcast team. Uh, first night actually in studio with Bo and Beth was um, Michael Barnes, former Charlotte City Councilman. And he said a couple different times throughout the evening and one time when I was on with him was that, um, and you hear Democrats say this every now and again, which, and Michael Barnes is a Democrat, um, is that, oh, well, we need a functioning Republican Party. We need a functioning, you know, two-party system. And having one party control is not healthy for the city. It's not the best thing for the city. And there, are, and I do agree with him on that. There are many reasons why you don't want one party to control everything. And I've gone through these things for a number of years. Um, I, you know, I, I was in Asheville, and it's a one-party town. And now it's a one-party county in Charlotte is about to be the same. And that's not good for the citizens. And it's not good for the party either, by the way, because what happens is now everything is settled internally inside the Democrat Party. And that means that what motivates the primary voters in that party now becomes policy for the entire city. Because the candidates have to keep running in their primaries because that's where their elections are going to be determined. Because the general election is a foregone conclusion. And so that means they keep running, if you're in the Democrat Party, you're going to keep running further and further to the left. Because that's where the base is. That, that's why people are empowered to be screaming these, these genocidal chants in Democrat cities. That's who the base is. They're Marxists. They're, they're people who have, who have been taught by our K-12 government-controlled schools populated by usually a lot of people of the left, the activist crowd, the long march through the institutions and such. They've been taught to view everything through the prism of oppressor and oppressed. And that's not healthy. And, and so I'm always a bit amused when we hear uh, the, the advice that comes from Democrats who may be a bit uncomfortable with the direction that the base is dragging them towards, that they offer advice to Republicans. And like uh, former Councilman Michael Barnes, he recommended that Republicans drop the critical race theory stuff, drop all of that. And I like I'm not going to. Because that's actually the existential fight we are in right now as a society, as a Western civilization That is the fight we are in. And woe to us if we lose. Um, Number one. Number two is the abortion issue. 
and now we're getting these recommendations to just shut up about that. Don't make this an issue, because obviously Democrats win. And so if you're going to make abortion an issue, Democrats are going to win, so stop talking about it so Democrats don't keep winning and they can't use it in their elections. And I would submit the problem really is that the right was not, and the pro-life movement was not prepared to legislate in post-Dobbs America. And they've, they, they've got to figure out messaging because Democrats, first off, they lie. Media will, will carry the water for them and amplify the lies about what particular legislation does. That's what they do. So you need to be able, this is why whenever we talk about abortion as a topic, what do I always drill down to? When do rights obtain? When do fetal rights obtain? Why not run a bill that says that? Why not run a bill that says human rights begin at 15 weeks, 18 weeks? Why not do that? It forces then the, the, the debate over rights for the fetus. And it, it forces, because if that's the language in the law, in the bill, in the referendum, whatever, then that's what you got to, that's what you have to debate. This is what I mean. The messaging is critical, and it seems like a lot of people were not prepared to have these debates and discussions and to try to uh, defend legislation, uh, as we saw up in Ohio. Also, there was a lack of money that got poured into those races. So why did that happen or didn't happen? What do you think? 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. Oh, one other thing. Let me get to Jacob here in a second. One other thing is, um, I've asked this question before. Why should Republicans help to build cities anymore? Why should people of a limited government persuasion, who identify as limited government people, who or who are assigned limited government at birth, right, whatever, like, why should, why should somebody like me contribute to the building of a city? When success means I then lose my voice, I then can no longer participate, I am now kicked out, I am no longer allowed to uh, serve on any uh, committees or anything like that, why, why, would I, why would I devote time and effort to try to improve things when success means I get ostracized? Democrats are never forced to answer this question. Democrats, they, they, like you heard the soundbite probably in one of the newscasts. I got an email about it. That Like the local Democrat leader who's like, we're not going to stop, you know, from the river to the sea, basically. Or the Catawba River to Cabarrus County, whatever. Like, until all the Republicans are swept out of every single seat. That is their mission. They do not want a single Republican on a single body anywhere in Mecklenburg County. That's their stated goal. So why would Republicans lend any of their time and treasure to their own demise? Why would you do that? But I know that's a defeatist attitude to take. I I know. I do get it. Uh, Jacob, welcome to the program. Thanks for hanging on. Hey, Jacob. Hey, Pete. Listen, let, let these Democrats uh, have their day-to-day big deal. They won the battle last night, but we all know they're going to lose the war in about a year. 
All uh-huh. I keep thinking about, all I keep thinking about is once President Trump is back in office, we all know on day one he's going to end the Ukraine war. Uh, wait, 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 Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. How do you, how do you get to day one in office? You're assuming he wins. Of course he'll win. Did you hear what I was talking about? Well, okay, I don't know about of course. Uh, uh, did you hear the the what happens if he's in prison? That's that's a witch hunt. He's not going that, to prison. That, did you don't wait, 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 wait. Hang on, Jacob. If it's a witch hunt, why would it? All right. So you you identify it as a witch hunt, right? So that means it's politically motivated, right? He's got a D.C. prosecutor. He's got a D.C. jury. He's got a Fulton County jury or 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 yeah, jury down there, right? So he's got all of these. All of these partisans that are looking to hurt him, that are looking to... So unless he beats all of the raps, right, he ends up getting convicted by these biased courts. Unless you're going to argue that the courts are not biased. Everyone now and then starts an insurrection. I mean, what's the big deal? He'll get off the hook. He's got great lawyers like Alina Haba. Right. So, Jacob, if that's your name, Jacob, the uh, or is this Luke, I should call you, um, try to keep it clean today. The the it, do you believe that the courts are rigged against him? I think once he's back in office, no, 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 no Jacob, jail. Jacob, come on now. I'm trying to drag you back to a good faith argument. Do you think the courts are rigged against him? Not at all. That, that's all right. See, this is how I know you. This is how I know you are a dishonest caller, Jacob, which is not your real name, I assume. Um, that's how I know you're a dishonest caller because you don't want to. You don't want to walk it through. You want to play the role of a Trumpkin. That's what he's doing. That's what Jacob the Seminar Caller is doing. Dude, you better you better troll better. Troll harder because like you gotta you have to like at least introduce a modicum of logic. Maybe do a little bit more uh role playing with your character. You know, think it through, maybe get somebody to push it. Look, I always say unchallenged ideas are easy to hold. So you have a caricature in your mind of what a Trump supporter sounds like. So you play this role of a Trumpkin and you're like, oh, look at me, when he gets into office. And all, it's like, yeah, but ha- I'm asking questions for actual Trump supporters. How do you get there? And what I walked through was, I think, a very logical and rational, good faith questioning as to how he's able to run a campaign and then get into the White House if he is in court or in prison, in jail, whatever. And if you believe the courts are rigged against him, as a lot of Trump supporters do, that's my question for the Trump supporters is, then what? If the courts are rigged against him and they're going to railroad him, then how does he win the White House? How does he get into office? How does that happen? A good try. Not it wasn't even a good try, actually. Email to Pete at the Pete Greg says that is one of the worst troll jobs I have ever heard. That was caller Jacob, who was caller Luke yesterday. It's shocking to me that he has nothing else to do with his cunning wit and superior intelligence. Now, I just look the way I look at guys like that is um I I I pity them. I feel bad for them. Because imagine waking up and having to be that guy every day. Man. Yeah. Jimmy, welcome to the program. Hello, Jimmy. <laughs> hey, Pete. Hey, what's going on? Now, now, I used to be a Trump guy, but I, I see the handwriting on the wall. Now, they're going to get him in jail for about six months, just as the, you know, right at the election. And, you know, 
And I, what happens after that? You know, once he gets out of jail and the election's gone and, 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 and Biden eventually in about six months decides he, oh, I think I just now, I'm going to retire. And they put Kamala in there. Like, what happens to the Trump people? Like, do they wait till he gets like, what, 85 or 86 to run again? <laughs> well, my concern is that, uh, honestly, and I say, like, my concern is that he goes to prison and dies in prison. That he's there for so long, he dies there. And that's, that is not, I mean, that's, like, I, I would not want to see that. I, it's not good for him, obviously, or his family, but it's it's not good for the country either. Um, and I don't know if the people on the left have thought this through, because one of the things about the left is that they always think in just the short term, as in, uh, you know, the ends justify the means, so we're going to do this thing right now. We'll blow up the filibuster for judicial nominees, that, that sort of thing. And then it it comes around, and it's used against them. And then they're like, well, I can't believe you used our own tactics against us. But my concern is that, that, is that he does get convicted, he does go to prison, and then we've got a lot more, uh, we get a lot more violence and a lot more disruption to the society and a lot less trust in the institutions. I don't know if they've thought it through, but I also don't believe that a lot of people on the, uh, uh, on the Trump train, I don't think they've thought this through either. Like, what happens if you believe, and every single Trumper I know, uh, they, they all believe that the system is rigged against him. And if the system is rigged against him, how does he beat the conviction? Exactly. It, it's, to me, it, it, you know, I, I wish he would just go ahead and just, you know, he could become um, George Soros for the Republican side. Just kind of move into that deal and kind of move things from outside. But it, he just can't let himself. No, he can't do, do it. That. Yeah, he can't do it. Jimmy, I, I got to run. I appreciate Yeah, go ahead. All right. All right. I appreciate the call, man. Thank you. All right. Do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay. So what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply at carolinareadiness.com. Whether you're looking to expand your emergency preparedness supplies or you have no idea where to even begin, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. Food, water purifiers, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies even. Because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency. In Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com, veteran-owned Carolina readiness supply will you be ready when the lights go out all right back to the mail sack and let's take a look tony says uh, pete no one no wonder democrats support hamas and all of the abortion referenda uh they all they both get excited about murdering babies oh, well, oh, oh yeah all right i mean he's not entirely wrong there but. um this from Andrew. Of course, Trump is facing 10,000, the amount of criminal, oh, I guess 10,000 times maybe, the amount of criminal prosecutions than Hillary. Why? What documents, devices did he scrub or destroy? Um, well, no, he's facing all of these charges because the, the DOJ has been weaponized against him. And there are reasons for that. One of them is that uh, 
it activates the Democrat base. Another reason could be that it activates the the uh, the Trump base of the GOP. And that Democrats want him to be the nominee in November. And so they want to every time they keep indicting him, he keeps surging in the polls. That whole victim uh, victimhood mentality. Right? There are a lot of people on the right that suffer from this as well. I think there are way more people on the left. It's basically been codified almost as a philosophy or religion on the left. But, but there are people on the right who also have this same sort of victimhood mindset. And they keep waiting for somebody to come along and save them or something. And I, 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 I don't get that, but, um, but I've noticed it. He says, uh, Andrew says, yeah, Andrew says, I agree this is a hindrance and a problem for the GOP regarding the legal stuff. Yet I wonder, would Biden be indicted? This is whataboutism. Uh, probably not. Yet I believe the answer is Trump. Yet I don't believe the answer is Trump drop out. Another get late the nomination and it's an absolute win for the GOP. Just me. Um. All right, so I don't believe the answer is for Trump to drop out another get then I'm just going to get the nomination, I guess. And it's an I'm not saying it look, nothing is an absolute. I'm not I don't predict outcome uh, outcomes of elections any longer. 2016 cured me of that. I do not predict the outcome of elections. I don't know who's going to win in November, let alone all of the different primaries that we're still going through. I raise these questions, I make the observations Right. I engage with people and ask what they think about stuff. We tease out arguments and and the argument that has been laid before us today in the wake of what we have now seen repeatedly in election outcomes. Right. There, there is a to me, it appears pretty obvious that Democrats get super motivated against Donald Trump. It also seems pretty obvious that there are a lot of people that really don't like Donald Trump, but might vote for somebody on the Republican ticket that's not him because they really don't like him. They can't bring themselves to vote for Trump. And so I wonder, there's that component. I wonder if there's if there are enough people that are like, you know what, Biden's done. Let's get him off the ticket or let's get him out of office. I'm willing to take a flyer on this other person. There's also the question of what happens if Donald Trump gets convicted in these judicial uh, venues where I am told by Trump supporters that everything is rigged against him, that they are railroading him. And if that's the case, how does he win? Are you like either Trump has to beat the rap in a rigged, quote unquote, judicial venue. He has to beat the rap in order to to then go on to win the uh, the general election. Or he gets convicted. And then what? How do you run? How are you running a race while sitting in two different courtrooms or in jail? Maybe he does. Maybe he's the next Eugene V. Debs. He, you know, he, he gets, you know, memorialized in history books uh, for, you know, running for uh, the presidency from prison. Like Debs did. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know what happens if he wins. Does he get out of prison? Right? If they're railroading him and they are successful at doing so, he's going to need somebody to pardon him, no? To get him out. 
If he wins, does he get to pardon himself? This is all uncharted territory, and it doesn't necessarily automatically mean he's going to be able to do these things that people may think he'll be able to do. I've also noticed over the last few years there are a lot of people who make predictions about things, and then they kind of fill in the blanks about the stuff they don't know, and then they believe it. They believe their own you know, fill-in-the-blank sort of Mad Libs political analysis. I've noticed that too. I always try to point out, like, I don't know these things. I'm, I, I, I try to see the stuff from different angles, test different theories, plug in different pieces of information if you can, and I am not sure what happens in that scenario. And that's a lot of risk involved for Trump, and it's a lot of risk if, if the railroad job is successful, what then of the country? That is a really, really bad thing, Right? Assuming it's a railroad job, it's all a witch hunt, he's, he's innocent, but he's convicted and he goes down, and then nobody can get him out. And then the Democrats rework the rules in the legislature, right? The presidency, they, they, dis, they discard the Electoral College, they make senators uh, apportioned by population or something, right? They strip away two senators, right? they, just, they, they just go at all of these different things, they pack the Supreme Court, they do all of those things, and then what? How did, how, this is what I keep saying, like on the early voting point. And Trump keeps telling people don't vote early. And, every, and I keep getting messages and emails from people like, oh, this is what we need to do. We need to fix that, fix that, fix that. How? How do you fix the things if you don't first win? You have to win first. And that means you've got to take advantage of everything that's in the playbook, everything that's in the rules, all the opportunities available to get as many votes as possible, that's what you need to do. Um, let me go back to the uh, the emails here. Uh, I read Andrews. Do, 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 do. Jason, I'm not sure you heard the Democrat Party official during the news break, but what he said left me unsettled. He didn't say things will get better or the voters want to change, therefore more Democrat control. No, no. He said he was coming for the remaining elected Republicans in the area. Uh, he did say that. It's the local Democrat uh party chairman, I want to say, you know, every Republican, we're coming for you. Whoa, 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 stochastic terrorist. Um, can't explain it, but it made me feel uncomfortable in a way I can't explain. Right. It's intimidation. That's the point. It's intimidation. It's spiking the football, rubbing, rubbing it in your face that it's now going to be a one party county and the Democrat party is ascendant and they will rule. That's the message. And this is what, look, this is, this is why I told people in, in Asheville, it's why I moved outside of Asheville city limits. Like the, you, they they were further along this path and they were saying the same kinds of stuff. And you don't get to participate in your local government, by the way. I mean, yeah, if you want to show up and vote every now and again, but if you're a Republican, you don't get a committee appointment. You don't get to serve in a city uh, advisory capacity. You have no options available because you don't have any Republicans on the local body that would appoint you. So I ask a question, the question again, why, if you are a Republican, why would you help to build a city when this is the result in virtually every case? Uh, let me go back over. Actually, hang on. Uh, this was from uh, the NBC news piece. I started reading about this uh, or reading from this. Was it this hour? Last hour? It doesn't matter. Um, 
But Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, uh, they want uh, the pro-lifers to ceasefire, which I just saw. Uh, apparently, the White House today said a pause is not a ceasefire. They're, they're different. A ceasefire, they're talking about Israel and Hamas calling for a ceasefire, which is not a pause. John Kirby was he's like, that's different. A ceasefire is like ceasing of the firing, and a pause is just a ceasing of other things. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't see. I just saw the headline. Um, but anyway, they want a ceasefire, just like uh, just like the left is calling for a ceasefire by Israel. Uh, you've got the left, and uh, they're calling for a ceasefire on pro-life campaigns. They don't want pro-lifers to make abortion an issue anymore. So. Look, we know you guys were, are all pro-life and everything, and you like you really want this legislation. But, um, you know, look, uh, Americans like to have the consequence-free sex. They like to uh, kill the babies at any point until they're born. And so can you just shut up about it? And, um, and then we can win some elections. Which really, it really does, they've got their finger right on the pulse of the pro-life movement. Don't they? They really understand what motivates pro-lifers. <laughs> it's just amazing to me. Um, so in this piece here where the Democrats are helpfully offering some advice about, you know, how to cease fire and all, or pause, although they're not the same thing, they, they conclude by saying reproductive rights advocates also noted the efforts underway to place ballot measures similar to the Ohio amendments in states like Arizona and Florida next year, which they say could help boost the fortunes of Democratic candidates running alongside the ballot measures, right? So that's their play. That's what they're going to do. They are going to force issues at every state level in order to get Democratic turnout up. That's their strategy. Okay. Ronna McDaniel, what's yours? Okay. This should work out well. Got a message from Good Wahoo. Charlotte is fast on its way to a big fall, and a big reason is not just Yankee refugees in general fleeing the mess they made up north and coming here, but voting the same way, but specifically black Yankee refugees that have flooded southern... Well, it's just they're coming back because their families are here. Uh, southern cities like Charlotte... And to vote and to wait and continue to vote for regressive D's, then there are too rich to fail awful types living in Charlotte. The awfuls are the uh, affluent white female liberals, awfuls um, living in Charlotte and places like District 6 that'll vote against their best interests out of bigotry against conservative candidates and to virtue signal at their Myers Park Country Club social events. Charlotte is gone and anyone that owns property in Charlotte is in for a rude awakening in the coming years. So, uh, what's the, um, oh, and then here's another one. Um, maybe you could ask Michael Watley about Ronna McDaniel. He voted for her, but won't talk about her to voters. I know because I asked him at an event. <laughs> well, uh, Okay. Well, if I get him on the air, I'll, uh, I'll be sure and ask him, like, what's up? But, look, if people inside the party uh, are to be believed, they say she raises a lot of money, and that's what the, that's what the role is, and uh, so there you go. So then, you know, you know, part of the other thing is, well, all right, I won't name names, but there's a person on the Facebook that I see who is constantly um, haranguing people in a particular 
organization to do something. They're always on the Facebook group talking how the association needs to do something. Do something. You need to do something. But they don't ever do anything. This person never does anything. All they do is go on to the Facebook and complain about somebody else needing to fix their problem. And I got to tell you, it's, uh, it's not the best. I don't think that's the best approach, especially if you're trying to you know, get stuff done. And honestly, the, like in this case here, you know, the pro-lifers, they're not going to shut up. They're not going to stop campaigning. This is a cause they believe in. They've been fighting for 50 years to overturn Roe v. Wade. Do you think they're going to stop now? No, they, ju- they just have to re... They've got to sort of redeploy assets. They're going to have to fight every single state. The problem is Planned Parenthood has a lot of money. Leftists have a lot of money. And so unless we see something similar... You know, at the, on the right, I don't know how it. Yeah, I don't know how it turns out for him. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Don't break anything while I'm gone. <laughs>